There's none. Going up and just, just see what you. Oh, it was uh, it was a, a better life. I'll tell you the truth. It was we were all happy. With people in the building, we used to uh, go down the second floor, the third floor. We would talk to the people to give you coffee. You know, they sit up and down. And I, I used to go two or three times up and down the stairs, but it didn't. It was good. It was exercise going up and down. I didn't mind as long as I had a good heart. So I, I did. I enjoy, I used to enjoy it. Yeah. And now? Now, well, I like it, but uh, I like the old way yet. I do like the old way. I feel I was happy. I used to go up the, I used to go on different flights, and I would meet people. I would talk to them. Or they would have coffee. We would have coffee. We would enjoy our. It was a, it was something beautiful. And uh, today, everybody is, you know, it's like a hotel now. Every doors in the, the Casa Maria and uh, and all. All tight. It isn't like the. It ain't like years, uh, years ago. Everything is now television inside.
So, I don't know, all at once, I don't know, when I had the toast burned and the whole kitchen got all full of smoke, my house got all full of smoke. I opened the door and everything, but nobody would ever come out. I said, oh my God, what am I going to do here? Because there's no ventilation. The, the smoke would go from one end to another. I had to put the air condition on, I had to put the fan on. Finally, I got all the smoke out. I was bad, but still no, nobody would come out and say, what's the matter? It's different than when you're living in Yeah, what's the matter? You know, yeah. nobody would come out and say, what, is, what happened? I live, I live in here. Did you used to go up and down the stairs? Yeah. Yes, of course. Do you miss that? I do, I do miss it very Stop much. Okay, my leg, my leg was all right going up and down. I'm really out. Nice to be fixed. That's right. Just because I had a little accident, you know, and I felt I couldn't go up and down too good. I used to go up and down one step at a time. I go up one step at a time, and that's what made it hard. But uh, still in all, it was a home I lived in. It was a very nice building I lived in. And Today. you were forced out? No, 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 no. I went out by myself for the elevator. That's why I moved out, for the elevator. But now you missed the stairs. I, for now I missed the whole house, not only the stairs. I missed everything. I don't miss the, only, the, only the stairs. I missed the whole building. I missed the whole house. I missed my, my rooms. I missed everything. I lived there 42 years. You missed flat. A beautiful flat. Now, what do I see? I don't see nothing. I live there. Where I live now, I see all rooftops. That's all I see. Who enjoys that? I see one of the eagles when they go by. That's all I see. An airplane when it goes by. That's all. That's all I see. Who, who wants that? I see all antennas. I see all the building antennas. Who likes that? Forget it. How will, I, how will I start? I don't know. We started, so you started telling me about... Uh... I was in Haverhill. I yeah. lived in Haverhill when I came here to America. came here in 1914. And... Uh, we, I don't know. It's going to go in there, too. Talk, talk. Oh, this is awful. Well, I came here with my mother in 1914. And we land, we, um, we landed, I think it was um, Charlestown, Charlestown. And because it was a, we got into a team, and right away they took us to my sister's house on Henshaw Street, 7 Henshaw Street. Well, my sister didn't have too much room there, but my, um, had uh, three brothers and one sister here, all single. And uh, so finally they had our house ready in Haverhill for us to go and live there. So finally we went to Haverhill. So we went to Haverhill, we lived there, and then uh, jobs were very hard to find at the time. And as soon as my mother arrived here in America, the first from letter where? from Italy. Where about? From Salemi. The first, because my father was supposed to come here after my mother was here. Yeah. My mother came first. He had to sell the property in Italy, and we had a oil, what do you make, olive refinery. Used to make oil. Finally, he had to sell all his property. He had land, and property. He had to sell all that. And uh, in the meantime, so my mother here felt that my mother needed my brothers to wash clothes and sew their suits and everything. My mother was a wonderful dressmaker. My mother took me to America with her to thread her needles because my mother's eyes were not being too good. She was 45 years old and her vision wasn't too well. And she took me along with her to thread her needles. I was only eight years old when I came here. 
anyway, so finally, as I said, we went to Havel. My brothers had the house all ready for us, mm. you know, and uh, we lived there very happily. My sister and my three brothers. Finally, there wasn't too much work. Oh, as I said, the first letter my father got for my mother from Italy, it said, my dear wife, come back. Because in the meantime that we were on the way, coming on the boat, my brother sent a letter to my mother, say, dear mother, do not take the trip anymore, because in America it's very bad right now, depression. What year it was, was that? 1914. No jobs. And it was very hard to make a living. So as soon as my father got, as soon as my mother wrote, got this letter, she was sorry, she was on her way. But what are you going to do? She said, yes, six years. My mother used to work. Everything. Well, anyway, so finally we were in Haverhill, I said, and then jobs are very hard to find, so we moved back here, Boston, we learned in North End. Finally, my brother, one of my brothers, used to go look for a job all the time. One of them worked. Two of them worked, in fact. One of them, he was 25 years old, and he used to go look for a job, and he never could find work. So finally, one day, he decided to go make himself volunteer to the army, because the army broke up the World War. So finally, volunteered to the army. So when he came home, told my mother, he said, Mother, I went to sign up, volunteer to the army. My mother said, Oh, my dear son, why did you do that for? Oh, he says, I won't see you anymore now. Oh, mother, he says, don't feel like that. This is America. They will send us home every once a month to see our family. But uh, my brother went away, and he never came back. There was no furlough for my brother. They took him straight to France. Tell me about what you know with him. When I was going, when he was going away. Well, in the morning Tell when he story. left, when the morning when he left for the army, uh, they uh, they must have left from Charlestown because uh, there was a big big boat, all soldiers playing the band. Over there, over there, by a bond, by a bond, over there, and we will. To, we will march till it's over over there. So finally, the flags were flying. We were on the pier, the North End Pier. We used to have a pier in the North End, because now they broke it down. A beautiful pier. Everybody used to go there to get air and everything. Well, anyway, oh, a hundred, thousands of people on the pier watching their beloved ones going away to the army. What a sin. Look like it was like. Today, I feel there was manslaughter, because all young boys. Well, anyway, and they all were saying goodbye, waving to their, to their loved ones, and the flags were waving, and the boys were waving back to us, and the, the, the band was playing. So finally, as I said, my brother went away and never came back. So finally, after a while, I don't remember how long it was, I was only 11 years old at the time, he wrote a letter to my mother, Dear Mother, send me a newspaper from Boston. Let me know how the world is, how, how the war is going on. Let me know, you know, how, what they're talking about and how far it's going, you know. But anyway, so my mother sent him a package, but he never got the package. My brother was lost in action. Well, anyway, they said, and tell us that he was lost in action. But finally, my mother, how could it be lost? I used to, I used to go with my mother to the state house, the council, telling council, to get news from my brother from Frankfurt. Um, almost every day we used to go to see if they had any news because they couldn't find them. Finally, after six months, uh, they sent us a telegram that he was lost in action. He was dead. They couldn't find him. That awful? Mm. 
Well, after six months of all this, they want to send the body back to my mother. But my mother said, gee, six months, you didn't know where he was, lost in action. Who are you going to send me now after six months? So we didn't even take the body here. So I don't know where he's. That's an exciting story. He was, he died, you know, maybe one head here and another body there. Oh, very sad, it was very sad. So what did you do growing up here? Well, I grew up, and then my mother went to Italy, and I was left to my brother, one of my brothers here in America. And then I got married, and was happily married, and that was the end of all that. And you always lived on North Margin? Oh, yes. I always lived here in the North End. Always. What was that like, Josie? Like, what was it like living in uh, North Margin Street? It, oh, I loved North Margin. I loved my house. Oh, I loved my house too bad. I moved out. Nice part. It's all right where I am. It's all right. It's nice. Casamaria house, a beautiful house. We have elevator going up, you know. But we you have miss the you miss the old Oh, house. yes, nothing like it. We have security because they lock our doors up at night. And we have security. Uh, where I lived before, I always feared fires, you know. I always feared fires. But now yeah. I don't fear that no more because I feel these are, you know, new walls, they, they, brick walls, they can't get, they can't get burned. You know, maybe. Maybe one flat will burn, but not the others. Not the whole building go down, you know. And I feel more secure. That's the end of that. It's the end of the story. That's a nice story you told me. I should have told you when I landed from Italy. I landed, I came here with the Canopic White Star Line, Canopic. Canopic boat. That boat I came in, the name was Canopic. We came with a white star line. Do you remember, we, the, do you remember the ride over? Oh, remember? yes, of course. All I used to see, all I see was um, uh, ocean and blue water, blue skies and blue water. It's all, it's a good thing we didn't stay too long. We got, we started from Italy at the 20th of May and we got here the 1st of June. It wasn't long at all. It wasn't too long. You think it was long? No, it wasn't too long at all. But uh, my mother was always sick, you know, so the boat was so hard. And uh, I used to go play with the kids. You know, I was only eight years old. And once we saw big fish coming up on the boat. It was almost coming up on the boat. Everybody screamed, the fish, the fish. It must have been a whale. It must have been a big whale. <laughs> Everybody screamed, the fish, the fish. Oh, my God. Oh, we were scared, you know. But anyway, because he made all the water come all over the boat. I don't understand how he did that. That's <laughs> how he got all wet. The fish came so high, he made all the water come all over the boats. Like, what was the first thing you remember when you came here? The first, when you saw America, what did you think? Oh, I, man, no, I was on, they put us on a team, you know, in a horse, the team with the horses, and all the trunks on the team, and that was that, and then they, my brothers took me to my sister's house. Anyway, one day I was walking down the street, and my brothers was on Knott's Square, never forget it. He was walking down the, down the sidewalk. My brother bought me some bananas. And so he says to me, eat one. So I got one and I peeled it. And I threw the skin on the sidewalk. The policeman, a policeman was going by and he saw me throw the skin on the sidewalk. He says to me, you must not do that. Pick it up. So I, in, in English, but anyway, I understood him in Italian. And I picked the skin up and I put it back in the bag. You understood what he said? Oh, yeah, I understood what he said. He told me to pick it up. So I did pick it up, put it back in the bag. Today, they throw everything in the streets. It looks like a pig alley today. The streets today are very dirty. And by the 1914, when I came to America, they're very clean. 
Mm. Very clean. So you like you live, you remember the war, you remember the depression. I remember everything. Oh, I remember everything. Oh yes. Oh yes. I remember President Roosevelt that put everything straightened out, you know, WPA and for all people to work and and uh, welfare people did very good. He used to give us eggs. Do you remember used to give us steaks, used to give us potatoes and beans. Oh my God, flour, sugar. Do you remember when the war, World War One ended? Oh yeah, sure. What, what, what happened here? Do you remember? Oh, everybody, you know, all the whistles were going on, the fivers were going on, the world was over, and somebody made a um, like a clown, you know what you call a man, all stuffed with hay, and they were carrying with music all over the streets. That was supposed to be. Uh, who was that supposed to be? Ku I forgot. Joan of Arc. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. <laughs> I must have been Joan of Arc. I don't know who it was. But they're carrying him all over the streets with, you know, the band playing. The world was over. That was a beautiful world. It was all over. It was great. You know. We'll be right back. Italian Roots and Genealogy is proudly sponsored by Your Dolce Vita and Dawn Matera, connecting people to their purpose in life and continuing their legacy. For more information, contact Dawn at www.yourdolcevita.com. You know, the other day you were, you were, you were telling me about... Uh... A hotel, oh, something it's happens. like a hotel. All the sick people sit in the lobby. They watch all the, if, if, When you come out the elevator, you know, the elevator's here, and they're all there sitting down. Everybody looks like pipe. They all, they, I said to them one day, I think someday, some of these days, a fly's going to shit right in your mouth. You can you know, you feel like I'm going to have to explain to you. Maybe it's kind of cold over there. I don't know how to explain to you. Were, you were telling me about how the old apartment was with the people. Oh, yeah. What was that like? People are friendly in the other apartment. I don't know. You go out, you feel so happy, you know. Nobody nobody noticed you. You know what I mean? If they did, I mean, the neighbors see you, say, good morning, how are you? That was nice. Where are you going? Going to the club? Where are you going? Going shopping. But over here, it's a different atmosphere. Very much so. Different atmosphere. Very different. Cold, yeah. Cold. You're here now. I'm here now. I don't know. Worst part of it all is they gave me a handicapped apartment. I don't know where they gave me a handicapped apartment for. I can dance on their head. I've told them. I've, I've loved to 10 clubs. I don't know where they gave me that apartment for. Terrible. I don't know why. I'm very unhappy there. I said, would you like to live in a handicapped apartment? She says, no. Well, why did you give it to me for? I said, I'm never home. It's terrible. I don't know why in the world they gave it to me for. I have no idea. So it's the end Did you ever go back to Italy? Uh, no, I don't want to go back to Italy because all I faced the sky and the, and the water. I never could go back to Italy. Even on an airplane, I couldn't go back. Because I feel, oh my God, all I used to see was sky and water. You know what I mean? The blue sky and the blue water. Oh, I couldn't The boat all alone in the middle. I couldn't do that. I never could go back to Italy. It left me a bad impression. What, the boat ride? Or? The boat ride left me a very bad impression. What, what were the conditions like? As young as I was. Oh, we used to get our food, we used to have coffee. We used to have uh, the Italian roast coffee. I could never drink it. <laughs> I couldn't drink coffee in America until I was 21 years old because my neighbor made me a cup of coffee with the milk. That's how I got used to drinking coffee with milk. Oh, that 
that coffee be so strong. Mm. I, I can't understand. That's a real And no milk. They give you no milk to the coffee over there. It was all plain black coffee. How come your mother got sick? You said your mother was getting sick? Well, no, on the boat. You should get sick. Everybody throws up, you know. It's hard. That's easy. Yeah. You remember you remember everything real good. I do, I certainly do. I remember I used to be in Italy and uh, I used to, even my house I remember, we used to have um, upstairs and downstairs. Downstairs my father used to have barrels of wine, barrels of uh, olives, you know, oh my God, it was wonderful. And upstairs we used to have the dining room and the bedrooms were upstairs. Well, see my father had a lot of land with grapes, plum trees near my door, orange trees, oh my God. Oh, right in the outdoor, we had our tomato plants, you know, it was so beautiful. And uh, when I was young, I was young, <laughs> you know, in the morning, I used to go with a little knife. I used to go and, and uh, pick pickle pears, prickle pears, and I used to eat as many as I could, prickle pears. Delicious. <laughs> I saw them bind you, they used to get so binded, oh my God. Oh, I used to eat too many of them. Anyway. <laughs> And sometimes I used to get a, you know, I used to get a little basket, and I used to take a little knife with me, and I used to go with a grapevine, the grapevine, and I used to go and sit right under where the grapes all nice and yellow, mellow, yellow. It's the only ones I like, nice and yellow. So I used to sit down and eat, eat all I could. After that, I, you know, I could I used to start picking up with the basket and take it home to my mother. It's beautiful, you know. In Italy, when we used to have showers in Italy, we used to have roads, like you know. And on the road, in the middle of the road, after the showers, we used to have snails. You know the snails, by Belushi? The snails. And you know, I used to get the basket to go pick them up. I used to pick them up. Oh, it was so wonderful. Italy's a beautiful place. Yeah. And it used to rain, you know, when it used to rain, you know, my brother and my sisters, they, you know, we had a barn right near the house. And they used to send me, uh, across the barn, we used to have an orange tree. They used to send me in the orange, to pick oranges for them in the, in, in the orange tree. I used to pick the orange and throw it at them in the van. <laughs> what did I tell you? So as I said, so my mother. So in the winter, you know, when it used to get cold, you know, the grapevine was over. My mother used to get all the grapes and tie it. And she used to hang it up, maybe it was a, you know, something you know, over the beds in the rooms. So you know, you know what I used to do? I used to get a chair and climb on the bed. And I used to take the grape and <laughs> Not only that, you know, the figs <laughs> at Fig Street, my mother used to cut them in halves and she used to dry them. And she used to dry them and they dry, they get all white sugar. Oh, they good. And my mother used to place them in a basket, you know, and she used to place them on a bed nice for the winter, you know, for us to have. So they used to be on a shelf, over the bed, on a shelf. I used to climb on a chair and take the figs and eat them. It was terrible. I was a very bad girl. I should have done that, but I used to. <laughs> I was a devil. I was a devil when I was young. I used to love the figosiki. We used to call it figosiki. Used to open them up, and you know, and they used to dry them in the sun, and they used to get mellow. Oh, they used to get beautiful. That's your phone ringing. Oh, that's the end of the story. Wait. Oh. About seven years old, I climbed. You know, I used to love blackberries, but this was a white berry tree we used to have. So I climbed on the tree. And I eat, I eat all the white berries, but when I came down, I couldn't come down. I still, today, I don't know how I came down. I couldn't come down this way up on a treetop. <laughs> oh, 
I still remember that boy. Oh my God. Oh, climb out a tree. I don't know. I came down, but I came down. Thank God I made it. Didn't break my neck. Oh, it was good. It was good. Very good. I had nothing to do. I used to cut all dolls' dresses, you know. And I used to sew them, and then I used to embroider them. I used to embroider them. I used to embroider them, and then I used to go, see, like, from here to there, the end of this hall, there used to be a, a river. They used to call it Chimolongo. Chimolongo. It means um, a long river. The water would come down. My mother used to wash her clothes there. And, you know, I used to go wash my little doll's clothes there, and I used to hang them on the grass. And I used to embroider them. It was nice. It was wonderful. Is that what you did when you came here? Oh, yes. I used to embroider, cut my children's clothes, cut I mean, my, make my own what clothes. What did you do for work when you worked? Oh, I used to work in the knitting mills. Master knitting mills. Hmm. You know, 1921, I used to make a penny a minute, 60 cents an hour, an hour. A penny a minute, 60 cents an hour. Nobody earned that money. I was only 14. No, no, I was 15. 14, 14 and a half, 15, when I learned that. You know, we used to, they used to make arrows on stockings, you know. And I had embroidered those stockings with silk. I used to put a um, plastic egg inside the silk stocking, and we used to have to embroider them. Ten, inch, uh, ten stitches, one color, ten stitches, another color, and then we had to make the arrow on the top, and we had to make the edge underneath like it was a, um, uh, like a tree, like, you know what I mean, at the bottom. Oh, my God. And you know, I used to make a penny in it. Mm. I'll never forget that either. How many years did you do that, Joseph? Well, I didn't make it too long, but then I got married. Mm. I made it too long. Mm. I got married, and then uh, I expected a child. And then I used to take the. I used to work at the same time, but uh, I was seven months along. So I was seven months along, and then uh, I used to take my homework home. I used to go there to the factory, take the work home, and I used to do them in, in, in my house. And. Uh, I used to get at 5 o'clock and you see where I live, I live at the top floor, 28 Fleet Street, I used to live, and in the back. And the sun, as soon as the sun would rise, it would come right in my bed. So I'd sit on the bed and I'd jump right stockings. 5 o'clock in the morning. Wow. <laughs> Who ever do that today? It's a hard life. It was a hard life, you'd say? Yeah, it was a hard life. It was a good life. It was a hard life, I Very good. Very much. Like. So it's the end of the night. I thought the Lord put